0: welcome back to another episode of spilling the behavior tea podcast with sam and jeanette
1: hi you guys how are how is everything everything's good living life trying to get through (laughs) gonna be friday already
0: it's it's going fast the weeks are going fast i'm so excited i got a new
1: calendar mm. desk calendar.
0: well not desk calendar it's like a wall calendar kind of uh-huh. because mine is almost done it'll be done in december and i just feel like i need more i mean if you know me i'm a planner i feel yeah. like i just need to see the rest of the even next year can't believe it's going to be 2024
1: you know what that's right wow mm-hmm. hello october mm-hmm. today's my sister's birthday Happy birthday. Happy birthday, sister. Yeah. Um. Wow, October already. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Do you have any updates on your journey? No, I really don't. I feel like lately I'm just trying to survive every week that goes by. And yesterday I was thinking, how how do people do it? Like I was so drained yesterday in the evening i just well, i was gonna say i can i came home and i still had to bathe my dog and then i didn't get to cook dinner until almost it was almost 10 when i started cooking dinner because my husband went to the store pretty late and i'm like i need to find that balance yeah
0: it's hard
1: but you know what it is i'm just so tired lately yeah i'm just tired like i'm just mentally Drain. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know what it is. It
0: could be. I mean, everything's changing. Mm -hmm. The weather's changing. I have a few updates.
1: Yes. Give us Um, some good ones. We need some good ones. Because from my side, it's like that. (laughs) Well,
0: first of all, I've been using that snail mucin for what? Two weeks?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And I think it's helped me a lot either Uh that or it's placebo I don't know but luckily I mean my biggest problem has only been luckily I say luckily because I've been blessed with pretty good skin Uh my biggest problem has always been texture but my texture is pretty much almost gone the only texture I have is here now like along my jawline Uh so I used to have like a lot of texture here like on my cheeks here mm. and now it's like smooth. Oh, nice! I'm like, oh, guys, now using, do your ah. thing. And it's been two weeks since I've used it. The wow. only thing was that when I start, I think like the first day or a few days, I had like one pimple right here. I've seen that people say it, it breaks them out, but other than that, haven't gotten anything like a bad reaction or anything. That's good.
1: But that's cool. Yeah. That's really good, actually. Yes.
0: And then I used my
1: gym pass thing yesterday for the first time. I haven't even uploaded the app to see if I'm even still active. But how was that? It was
0: good. I I think I am in. Did you know that during your menstrual cycle or your cycle cycle, there's something called the luteal phase? Or a fo- follicular follicular phase during your m- cycle, uh, where it's best if you could sink in your your most intense days of working out. Uh, Let me find it first. There's a part in your in your cycle,
1: uh, yeah, the luteal
0: phase, and it's it's like the part where you feel like most prone to be active I guess or like your hormones something with your hormones that's like making you want to work out and like or be more intense and intentional with your workouts that's what they recommend they recommend that when you're in your the- menstrual mm-hmm. well your whole menstrual cycle is it spans over a, a month mm-hmm. so during your luteal phase I guess it's when they recommend that you plan like your most intense trainings sessions during those times and i think i'm in that phase right now because yesterday i was like i want to go to the gym i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but like i got there and i didn't take pre-workout or anything i'm not a huge pre-workout person but i went hard in the gym for no reason i was like it
1: was your first day back at the gym yeah
0: after like i don't even
1: know how long it's been a while, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, I I was going on the weekends oh, yeah, for a little me. bit, but that was like two months ago, and I was not going this hard. Mm-hmm. And I went and I got on the treadmill, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I kept going up, up, like in the speed. And I usually am on like speed three, like that's my max that I do. Mm-hmm. But I kept going up to like four. I was like, who am I right now? I was like, why am I going so fast? (laughs) And then I was, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. The whole time I was there, I was just like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, I'll just, Mm -hmm. but I just kept pushing it like little by little. And I was like, okay, look at you, Sam. And then I did some stretching and then I did like a little workout, but I was not, I did not stop moving the entire hour I was there.
1: That's good.
0: I just, Um, did you like the gym
1: that you went to? Mm Mm-hmm. yeah it
0: was pretty good i went like around five and then Mm -hmm. when i was leaving is when it started to get packed
1: but Mm -hmm.
0: i went this morning at (laughs) 5am and i think i'm gonna start doing that because i'm an early riser regardless but also lately my sleep has been like a roller coaster i used to be in bed by nine lately i've been in bed by like 10 10 30 11 and i don't like that so last night i was in bed by nine woke up at 4 20 mm-hmm. got ready went to the gym at
1: 5 a.m and sadly, you set your alarm to wake you up or you were up
0: i set my alarm but lately i've been waking up at like 4 or 3 30 like for no reason but last mm-hmm. night i took magnesium and i knocked out until 4 20 and and because I slept all the way through, I was like, mm, should I snooze? But then I was like, no, I'm starting this new routine. I need to get into it. So mm-hmm. I went to the gym. Same thing, nonstop movement. I like it better at 5 a.m. because there's not many people there. And I just get it out of the way. And now I have so much energy right now. I did yeah, take pre- so work- impressive. I did take pre- mor- pre-workout this morning, though. But only like half a scoop because I was like, I'm going to need to wake up. But I want to continue that because at night, not at night, but like in the evenings, I want to be able to walk the dogs and like have my evenings open to do whatever. And so getting it out of the way in the morning, that way I don't got to worry about that no more.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Well, I am proud of you. And that's very impressive. (laughs) I am not an early morning person. I don't know how people do it, but it's very impressive. I know a couple of people or a few people that wake up super early to go to the gym. And I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, I need my sleep.
0: I love waking up
1: early. But I do
0: crash, like, probably midday. Like, a little bit ago, I was yawning and yawning. But all of a sudden, I got energy right now. Probably because I have my coffee. But, I mean, yesterday, I took, like, a midday nap. But it was like wow
1: minutes. how for how long you never take nice 10 time. minutes it wasn't much it was like 10 minutes but wait 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 you what is your midday nap look like you went in your bed and just laid down for 10 minutes mm-hmm. fell asleep for 10 minutes and got up yeah how do you, a nap to me is like three hours
0: that's not a nap that's like full-on sleep I'm you're not supposed not to a, a power nap is 10 to 20 minutes. I think.
1: I know, but I nap. I, I nap. <laughs> and I know that's not a nap, but I could never just sleep for like 10 minutes. If it happens, it's by accident. But I need my sleep. I want to go to sleep right now so bad. I just want to I truly just feel like I just need a week, not even a week, yeah, a full week of just chilling in my bed that's what I'm just want so bad my soul needs it just to be able to stay home and do absolutely nothing to not think to not have to do anything to not have any responsibilities I and I just have at least a couple of days
0: to do that that's all I need that's something you have to talk over with everybody in your life so
1: I'm just tired. You
0: could do that for the business. Just get all your stuff done the week before. That's all.
1: (laughs) I'm just so tired. Oh, my God. Stop it, Samantha. (laughs) You watched The Summer I Turn Pretty. Yes, and I'm still, I was telling my sister about it yesterday. Like I literally, (laughs) I called her and I was talking about this show that I'm just like, I'm still tripping about it what are we promoting here because she was a floocy like in real life summer i turned messy in real life we call belly flooces
0: but do you have a team or
1: you're nobody i i not on this one i don't have a team because <laughs> i just feel like i don't know what's coming i didn't read the books i just watched season one and two what I'm about like, steven and taylor um, they're awkward huh They are so He's so awkward <laughs> He is just like I don't like his acting
0: I don't see their chemistry Everybody's like oh my gosh their chemistry I mean they're, it's cute But I just don't see like A long term chemistry thing Apparently because I only listened To the third audiobook, But mm. apparently they were never A thing in the books so Mm. that's like a new storyline brought on by the show but yeah i think i think it was a little random for them to go from season one with him with shayla and then having that kiss with taylor and then being like no i don't even like you like that girl Mm. and then second season him being all about her
1: yeah and in such an awkward way the way he was acting would be a turn off for me and what (laughs) about a cute story it would have been a cute story if he wasn't. I don't know if is if it's his acting. I don't know this kid. I've never seen him acting acting before, but it was just not convincing to me. Yeah. Are you gonna but, watch season three? Of course. <laughs> now I want to find out who she, who Belly's gonna go to next. I don't the know. The boy next just, door. <laughs> yeah, I just Sam Cameron. Like, it's not cool. It's not a, It's not cool that she's a little jump it's off. Not,
0: it's not, but I do kind of agree that it. it is. It has some, like, the mom, even though, yeah, she passed or whatever, but she did apply some pressure to all parties for oh, them no. to end up with one another. And it's like, girl, there's other fish in the sea. I don't need to end up with yo- yo, one know. of your kids. But, yeah. Oh, here's another update. I finished a sign oh
1: nice you want to see it sure uh, i have a shirt order and i don't even know how i'm gonna get that done oh that is so pretty wow Pickle i you. love it <laughs> is that their mirror yeah it's
0: pretty
1: heavy that's so pretty
0: i love doing mirror signs mirror yeah. signs
1: i think are so pretty
0: but they're just so hard to photograph.
2: Oh,
1: man. I what have a it? shirt order that I I am supposed to be working on. I took it and now I have to I have to get it done. I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday. And I also need to go renew my license. So I'm trying to figure out what do I need to get You mean on get your license? Because you're 21. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, I need to renew my license (laughs) ASAP. I should be in there today, but
0: I don't have Uh, time.
1: I know we have a topic today,
0: but I have a video.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: I'm going to share on here. It's kind of long. So she Uh said, this is from a woman named Lucy Pearl. Mm. Kind of goes on a rant. Uh Let me know what you think. I'm going to play it. There's a
2: video going around that's gone viral, and I tried to stitch it, couldn't stitch it, but it is um, a seventh grade teacher talking about how the children are so far behind, like they're on fourth grade level, some are even on first, second, third grade level, Um, and basically how the parents are blaming their teachers, blaming COVID, whatever the situation may be. Um, Even though I can't stitch it, I am going to tag him below so you can go see the video if you haven't seen it. However, I have talked about this for years. I have videos going back a year or two talking about this exact same issue, right? We are losing teachers. Like, I mean, ridiculously, we're losing them in like large amounts at a time, right? And it is because the teachers have no support, they have no support. And the reason the children are behind, we have to stop saying teachers. It is you parents. It is the parent. And I don't care what you say. I have raised 7 children. And one thing me and me and one of my daughters was talking about this yesterday, and the one thing she said, she was like, you took us to the library almost every day in the summer like I stayed up on their education. I knew when they were behind, I made sure I was asking the teacher, what do they need to work on? You parents, and and, and look, I saw a lot, of, a lot of things, right? And I'm not going to downplay that this economy is bad. Yes, this economy is horrible right now. Inflation is on the rise. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I understand that some parents are working two and three jobs. And let me tell you something, I've been there. But... You have to make time for your children. If you chose to have them, you have to make time for them. No matter how tired I was, no matter how much I had going on, I had to come home and make sure that my children are doing what they were supposed to do, period. I made it to parent-teacher conferences. I made that a priority. And let me tell you about that foolishness. Every time I went to a parent-teacher conference, there were like five, ten parents at the most. But let there be a football game. Some type of extracurricular activity. Those parents were out there in droves. I mean, hundreds of them out there, cheering these kids on, on the field, on the basketball court, but could not make the time to be at a parent-teacher conference to see where their child was. I was PTA president at one point, and I don't know how many teachers complained that they would call home, parents wouldn't answer the phone, parents would not come, they would email, they would send letters, would not respond. But these are the same parents who make it to goddamn everywhere on their birthday weekend. They wanna turn up and party, but you have no idea what's going on with your kids or you just don't care. And and parents, you have to understand Everything falls back on you when you decide to lay down and have a child, all of the responsibility of that child falls on you. It's not the parent and it is not. I mean, it's not the teacher and it is not COVID. This shit has been going on pre-COVID. And yes, no child left behind was a big fuck up. And I don't care what anybody says about that either. But parents have to start taking responsibility. I have actually seen a, a parent argue. With a teacher, when a teacher said their child was behind and didn't know something, the parent literally argued that they do know it. The fuck? You know, it it frustrates me, parents, because these are the future leaders of this country. And a lot of them are dumber than a box of fucking rocks. And I don't have any other way to put it. It's just the truth. And it's your fault. Because not only do these kids not know any fucking thing, Well, they don't know anything that they should know. They know plenty about shit that has absolutely no relevance to to any fucking body. They know every goddamn song it is, every fucking game there is. You know, but you parents are still out here buying them every fucking thing. They are fresh to fucking death and dumb, just dumb. You will work your ass off to go and provide material things but will not take that same amount of money and invest it in a child you know is struggling to get them some type of tutoring get them some type of help no because you have some secret fucking insecurity that you don't want somebody to think that your child can't afford certain things so you go work your silly ass to death to go and provide shit that they don't even have they don't even need most of the time Y'all got to wake up and you have to do better because I'm going to tell you something. These same kids that you're not concerned about what fucking level they're on. You're acting dumb. Like you have no idea when all these teachers really fucking quit and leave. They're going to be stuck with you and you already don't want to be bothered with them. You can't wait for the summer to be over so you can get their asses back out of your house. Now imagine you having to deal with them 24/7. the least you can do the least you can do since you don't want to be bothered with your own children. Is to support the people that are support the people that are trying to teach your children something because y'all damn sure ain't. And being a teacher is one of the hardest jobs out there. Look, my hat goes off to them because I could not do that job. But what I did know was that as much as I knew I didn't want to do that job because I didn't want to be in jail. I wanted to support the people that could do that job that were willing to do that job. They call my phone. Hello, what do you need? I will get it. I will be there. You got to support the people who are trying to do something with your kids. Trying. And y'all better wake up before it's too late. Because I'm telling you, this shit is just spiraling more and more out of control. These kids, yeah, dumber than a box of fucking rocks. That's it. Uh,
1: girl. I had to, well, I was listening to that. I have to show you this. One, two, three. Four, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12 incident reports that I've had to do just this Monday. Yesterday was Monday.
0: Wow.
1: Behavioral. I think in my
0: whole work life, I've done two incident reports working with kids.
1: And these, I'm talking about these kids. I don't know what's going on but let
0: me preface this by saying her delivery was a little harsh.
1: It was harsh,
0: but it
1: gets to the point where it was harsh.
0: I also want to preface by saying that that yes there's different circumstances correct. However, mm-hmm. I don't I do feel yes parents are at fault. However, I also feel that there's not much support from the district either.
1: No. And the administrators, some. and everywhere, every sector of working with kids—it's whether it's teachers, whether it's behavioral assistance, whether it's AIDS, teacher assistants, whether it's different school programs. Every sector is understaffed. Mm-hmm. People don't want to do this job. And not in your only life. that, it's not qualified and not qualify, big, or big, qualify. big, not qualify. That's a big, big thing. And the thing is that we try so hard, so hard to to really put in the time and work with kids and just get them to see that we want nothing but the best for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know what's going on. I mean, she had some, she points. thinks are some, yeah, like, I don't know if it's COVID, when those years really affected them, but we are seeing now, and I don't know if it's the, if it was COVID and and it affected them, or if it's just something that has been going on for years and people just realized it more through COVID and coming out to of be, COVID. I don't know what it is.
0: To be honest, I feel like it's been the social media and the the screen time aspect that of it. Part,
1: yes, and
0: as, as much as A screen time sometimes is good and can help if it's like educational and stuff. But also to decompress, it does delay and it does shorten attention spans. I will be the first to admit TikTok has shortened my attention span. Uh I have, I've recognized that and I've tried to chill out on it. I need to work on that more. Uh But A lot of the times I'm looking for content for us to talk about Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and because there's a lot of valid information out there and a lot of valid points, but it's true. And I think, I think people don't want to admit that and that's where it has to start is admitting that it does have some sort of effect, even though it's like a love hate relationship with social media and screen time. But I think it, it does have a big part of it because a lot of the times The kids come home from school and that's what they go straight to and it's hard to sometimes it may like steer away from them doing homework or wanting to do homework also while they're in school like they may be thinking of that or you know and it's it's just i don't know there's a lot of different factors that could go into
1: it i think she has a great point when she's saying that it comes down to the parents we could only do so much in the school sector and these kids don't care about any consequences they really don't well it's not
0: only that it's that they're not getting correlating consequences either and they're not they're also it all stems from something right and Mm -hmm. so they may not be getting the proper consequences to them it may seem like it's a consequence or like to teachers or whatever but also yeah like it doesn't line up when were communicating to parents about something that happened and expect consequences in the home,
1: but then consequences don't happen in the home. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it's so frustrating. I had a a case where I've had to call parents in, and when I'm telling them about an incident that happened with their child, they're laughing about it. And I'm like, do you know that your child is this young right now but if these behaviors don't get tackled they're going to be out there in the world and their actions Mm -hmm. are going to have other consequences and it's not going to be funny then and i
0: think that's that might be where the problem could lie is that everybody has their own personal feelings towards certain things for example When I first started working in the field and a kid like threatened to kill me, quote unquote, I reported that right away. And I told the Mm -hmm. kid how serious that is. Yeah, kids will say that, but I still need to cover myself and report it. And so I reported it and they were kind of just like, eh, okay. And I'm like, that is serious to me, Mm -hmm. even though this kid was like five, that's still serious yeah and a few years later like i w- had i encountered a parent who their kid told them that and the parent laughed and their, their kid told them that they were gonna kill them mm-hmm. and they laughed about it and i was like that is concerning you should not be rewarding that with laughter
1: no because we know there's been cases
0: and then after that the kid kept saying it and saying it and the parent was started to get their feelings hurt. And I'm like, well, you can't really be mad because you laughed. So to mm-hmm. them, they're like, okay, well they think it's funny. I'm just going to keep on saying it then.
1: I had a case like that recently and I had a call parent and I said, they can't be here. They got to go home. I can't have that because the, uh, they need to understand the severity of their mm-hmm. words.
0: Yeah. Just like the post we just posted, words have power. Mm-hmm. None of that, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me bullshit. Yeah. Never understood that because I'm a sensitive person and <laughs> words hurt
1: me. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, she was harsh on her delivery, but I think someone had to say it better than us. <laughs> but yes, like we need parents to really step up and help us because we're losing everyone in the field and for me you know i have a different approach when it comes to recently i've had cases where i have a lot of behavioral behavioral concerns and we are very big on building that communication with parents and when i tell them that i need them to work with me and i need them i will tell parents i'm big on telling parents i've had parents come in in groups and telling them I need you guys to do your part I need you guys to work Mm -hmm. with me and I need you guys to do your part and they look at me like they've never heard that before and for some people it does have an effect on them Mm -hmm. where I tell them because their main concern is are you are you kicking my kid no I'm not I don't believe in giving up on kids Mm -mm. that's not what what we do and we are we Are big on you know working through these things. And sometimes I feel like, yes, this is why God places you where you where they need you, where he needs you, or where the people, the community, whatever the case might be, needs you. No, what you're not here for me to tell you all the negative things that you're used to hearing about your kid. I'm here to tell you you need to work with me, and together, if we unite, we can make a difference but i need you to do your part at home mm-hmm. and when you're not doing your part at home i could see it here mm-hmm. so, yeah it's, it's true yeah and i
0: think when i say that i mean administrators also don't help either because to them, i mean i think there's that disconnect right that the teachers and the staff do it for the kids and I think admin, since they're so disconnected from the kids to them, it's all a business. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I feel like I've, I've seen it way too many times where there are parents who are working for their kid and trying to get them there, but there's no support from admin to actually push, to get quality people Mm -hmm. to come in and work with them and pay them their worth. That is the key. Pay them their worth. Yes and really set them up to succeed
1: Mm -hmm.
2: wasn't that
0: what we read the other day the superintendent's job is to make sure that these kids are getting their like are you
1: are you doing your job sir Mm -mm. we've seen it too many times and that's let me tell you having one person that's qualified versus having three people that don't have the experience don't have the passion for Mm -hmm. the field it's a waste yeah. yeah it's a freaking waste you have people that are just wasting space they're there like you could literally pay one person a good pay and that person mm-hmm. make a difference make a huge impact mm-hmm. when you have three people just wasting space there wasting air whatever the case may be but well I've seen that too many times recently and I'm just like lord help me (laughs) like are you kidding me but yeah they don't want to pay quality people Mm -hmm. it's so sad but but also
0: that like yeah i've also seen the parents aspect where they're in denial about their kid or and that that to me like kind of blows my mind when i hear or see of parents who say like no my kid doesn't do that like I'm with your kid six and a half hours of the day
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: they're doing this during that time so it's the underestimating of some kids I mean I know at some like sometimes it's not manipulation and it's something else but I think I don't know if you feel like your kid isn't really isn't doing it of course question it but also investigate like really dig into is it true or not because sometimes kids just don't want to get in trouble Uh sometimes they just they can deal with the the school they can deal with the school consequences then they can't deal with the house consequences Uh so i don't know if there's something to be said for like maybe talking to them about a certain situation and then telling them like these are going to be the consequences like it's not going to be so bad i mean it, it there could be so many ways that this could go like it could be that they just don't feel comfortable talking to you or communicating with you what what happened or whatever it's just there's there's so many avenues
1: well i felt this lady i felt her in myself <laughs> <laughs> yes and um and when i say that like you know, I actually was talking, my husband and I were talking about it yesterday because he read that, too. He's like, oh, have you seen this that, you know, seven graders are out of third or fourth level reading? I'm like, I know, like, it's crazy right now. It, the education, and we've said it many times.
0: I mean, which is not to say that COVID wouldn't be at fault mm-hmm. because COVID did hit a lot of people hard and it is hard for some people to learn virtually as opposed to in person i can understand that me personally i love online work i that's the way i best learn i don't love being in person but i will if i have to Mm. but yeah it, it did contribute to it i feel yeah but it's not the biggest part and and like i've said before we should have taken that As an opportunity, we should have taken COVID as an opportunity to change the whole entire school system because it is broken beyond repair right
1: now. It is. And if not,
0: if COVID wasn't the fixing point, then what is? And that's the scary part.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw, I actually saw a post yesterday that said 5 million people have taken their kids out of the school system. And have started homeschooling them
0: yeah homeschooling or unschooling makes sense yeah i mean especially with everything that goes on in schools these days it's it's scary
1: yeah and i've literally i've had parents come to me and say i don't know what to do i i've never seen the behavior before but now even at home i they're out of control and i'm just looking at them like book a session <laughs> yeah, like I'm just like, how do you? I don't know. I'm a parent, and I, I'm I parent in a different time, but I can't imagine. And I am a spoiling mother, <laughs> but I still cannot imagine saying I don't know what to do. I can't control them at home. They're not, mm-hmm. a, you know, they don't have. They they don't care about consequences. And like, how did we get here? You did book a session, duh.
0: Really <laughs> another question, right? Yeah. It, it really truly depends and goes back to the roots of how they're raised.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what we always say is that parents are the one constant in a kid's life.
1: Yeah. And
0: like she said, everything falls back on the parent. Mm-hmm. It's all on you. And so... Making parenting a priority is, I I understand, could be overwhelming at times, but it has to be done. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Point blank. And this is, it's evident that our generation is seeing this and having less kids, if not any, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Selfishly or unselfishly, they don't want to bring up a kid in this world. They don't want to have that burden on that kid, or they don't want to. They don't feel that they want to. What? How can I say? Like, share their time, or they don't want the expenses. I mean, or they can't afford it. Point blank.
1: Like, I am... the Generation
0: before was very. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Whereas this generation is like. The generation uh-oh. before and you... figure it out because of inflation and because everything going yeah. up and us not getting proper raises.
1: Yeah, no. And the generation before was donde come uno, comen todos. For me, I am, I am Mexican. So the thing has always been, and I still get it to this day. When, when are you having more kids? Because I only had one. When are you having more kids? I still get it to this day. My son's 23 years old. <laughs> Like, I'm going to pop out a baby right now. But my mentality was always, okay, like, it's not just financially.
0: Mm-hmm. It's emotionally.
1: It's Raising mentally. a kid is freaking hard. Mm-hmm. You have to invest that time. And when S&J Behavioral Bliss states, they're never too young to start talking to them and instilling your values in them and getting them ready to be productive members of society they are never too young and i think that's what's lacking and you made a great connection when you said the internet these little babies are walking around with ipads and so and then we have parents walking around with their face in their phones and so that connection's not being created Mm -hmm. and that's where i i see the biggest biggest disconnection these babies are not being spoken to. And it's crazy. It's I see it now. Like, you know, if you if you were talking to your kids since they were little about expectations, setting those boundaries, and, you know, just them knowing, like, this is not, even when my mom's not around, this is not the way she taught me to be around other adults. Teaching them respect. I see that lacking so much. Teaching your kids to respect others. And us adults obviously have to do our parts too. And for me, I speak to kids like I'm speaking to an adult and I'm letting them know, dude, like, what's up? Like, I, and, but just filling them in with that, I know you're better than this. You're a leader. Like, I don't see that. I don't see that in them because when I tell a child, You're a leader. You have little eyes looking at you and looking at your actions. And when I tell them that, I see like their little lights lighting, their little eyes lighting up. But this are conversations that should have been taken at home with their parents. I don't know. We could dissect this forever. And I don't know, but we need parents, adults, everyone. We need to step it up. Like we really need to step it up.
0: I was just wondering something about, like while you were talking right now, just because I've seen a lot through like social media and stuff of like adults setting boundaries, right? Because people should not be stepping in our boundaries, blah, 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 whatever, right? So I see a lot of those videos on social media that I've learned from and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. I'm wondering if lines get blurred when trying to teach kids about boundaries to where it turns into like disrespect does that make sense i don't know if that makes sense so like adults are learning to set boundaries correct and when trying to teach younger kids about setting boundaries because yes people are afraid of like grooming and molesting and all that stuff Mm -hmm. which rightfully so, you should, mm-hmm. but teaching it so intensely that it's, that they end up treating every person as if they were would do that, if that makes sense. Like, if you're, like, teaching your kid, okay, set boundaries, say no, like, pretty much if someone makes you feel uncomfortable, you're gonna tell them no or be rude to them, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? How do I explain this? so i wonder if that's make that's because because being uncomfortable is subjective to everybody right and so Uh it's hard to teach boundaries to a kid because what's going to make me uncomfortable is not going to make you uncomfortable and Uh so like if you're teaching a kid oh if this if anybody over this age talks to you and it makes you feel uncomfortable you tell them no you be rude to them and then that in turn makes them be rude to everybody mm-hmm. you see what i mean there? like i see what you mean the lines get blurred to where it's like okay this person made me feel uncomfortable now i have to be rude to everybody mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes sense
1: but it makes perfect like- sense because i actually ha- i've had cases where just trying to implement things on kids and then they tell me or they turn around and say my mom said i don't have to do anything i don't want to do yeah things like that so i'm so i'm wondering
0: if that's where some part of it is like because stemming the the behavior issues Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or making the kids come up more as disrespectful now Mm -hmm. because i've I've also seen that too and it's it's a lot like mm -hmm. i always go back to like (laughs) it's how you were raised Mm -hmm. and I think that's, that must be super hard. I mean, obviously I don't know because I don't have kids and, but I always think about that. Like, how am I gonna explain boundaries to my kid? How am Mm -hmm. I gonna teach them how to still be kind but still stand up for themselves? Because uh, to be honest, I wasn't really raised to stand up for myself. So I'm like learning myself right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how do you, how do I go about doing that? And I'm not even a parent yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why we talk about setting clear expectations, setting clear boundaries, making it clear to your kids what you mean by that.
0: But sometimes it's hard to find those words. That's the thing. Because we ourselves why... because we ourselves as like parents, as young parents, whatever, we were not taught that. So I think that maybe where all this stems from is, like, nobody knows what they're doing. Pretty much. We don't this know what they are doing. Is- and we need to admit that. And we need to be more understanding of one another.
1: But this is why it has to be constant communication with your children every stage of their life. The communication cannot stop. They are and even now as I have a grown ass man as a But
0: there's also that saying like yeah communication is key but also like, not even communication is key, comprehension is key. Mm-hmm. Are they understanding what you're saying?
1: Well, you're always gonna use age appropriate wordings. And as they get older that those conversations are gonna change. But again, what if
0: people can't don't know the age-appropriate wordings
1: then as a parent you better learn you have some <laughs> babies Do you, I always reason. be playing
0: devil's advocate i need to i'm sorry
1: <laughs> no like as a parent you if you're going to have a baby and that's what i'm saying that having a kid is hard having a freaking having children is hard and that is why i only had one because that's all it took for me to realize how hard it was Kudos to moms that just be popping them babies out because it's hard work. It's time you have to invest. It's not just financially. It's really, you really have to pour into that child mentally. It's so much. And so also realizing that it, it takes a village and that means you have to communicate with teachers. You guys have to be on the same page you guys have to really work as a team like it shouldn't just be the teachers are doing whatever they can at school and then you know like we are a team we are a village and kids need to know that teachers and parents are in constant communication and working together as a team
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and that's the only way there's going to be a A it's going to make a difference it's going to be a change and but If we don't hurry up as adults and start stepping up and and getting in there and and going to these meetings and not waiting, not just waiting for a parent-teacher conference. No, like have access to the teacher, give your teachers access to you. And when your teachers call you about an incident, don't just put your walls up and be like, have an attitude about it. Listen to what the teacher has to say and work together
0: cuz they they don't got time to be calling just for no reason yeah. <laughs> or reaching yeah. out for no reason trust
1: yeah there's And mean no you if you, if you have any concerns
0: like, they're not just like oh little timmy i just feel like picking on him today i'm a colleague and make something up about them We're like why lying. would they call no. why would they call for any other reason but to let you know of something truthful that happened mm-hmm. there's no way
1: If you have any concerns as a parent reach out to the teacher because i guarantee you a lot of the times teachers if there's anything going on sometimes they don't know the kids don't come to teachers to let them know and like i tell parents talk to your child if children usually feel more comfortable talking to parents you will know if you Take the time to talk to your child. You will find out things that, you know, teachers don't know. And don't just assume what the teacher's not doing their job. They, they, they're they not, they don't know. They don't know. Teachers, it's one I have person. have a
0: million other kids to worry about. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And teachers' I, job is to teach your children academics. It's not to do all the extra stuff. Which they do. Which they do still, but. It's not their job to do that stuff. But Uh -uh. I was going to say, and even if it's, it doesn't even just have to be behavioral issues that they reach out to you for, but it could also be like emotional and such. Like they're not making this shit up.
1: Uh -uh.
0: It's for reals. Uh And it's, please take it seriously and investigate into it more. Uh Mm-hmm. Because yeah. sometimes kids don't want to act the way that they
1: usually act in front of you. They don't. Do you remember like and it's in movies or, or commercials or back back in our days? When kids were acting up, parents would come to the class and sit next to their kids. Mm-hmm. So when, when did that stop happening? They really used to come in there and kids would be you knew well, who started a lot that. has
0: changed over the years and a lot is good change, some is questionable. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think we're just all trying to figure shit out. Yeah. And it's a lot of trial and error.
1: Yeah. But on this journey, it has to be a team effort. Mm-hmm it really has to be parents please just and right now we are not speaking of just the special needs community we're talking to all parents Mm -hmm. really need to do our part at home yeah and it's only for the well-being of our future generations
0: and I mean as as parents I feel like we've endured this a lot especially working with our kids and and implementing what we implement at school and then having them go home and it's like they do nothing of what we taught them and not entirely fault of the parent because according to the district we were not able to talk to the parents but it would have been wonderful and i feel like i feel like if that restriction wasn't set a lot of and we were able to work together with the parent and have the behavior plans continue at home the kids would have progressed a lot quicker
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that is the reason why s and Behavior Bliss was created <laughs> and it really was we saw the big gap between parenting I'm sorry not parenting but like between the parents and the and the school yeah and you know we knew that that was not the way to go about it We all have to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. So
0: Again, not the topic that was supposed to be this week. But But it's it's a good
1: good one and the message needs to get out there. Sorry, we just talked at the same time. I
0: always end up finding something... Like literally the night before
1: we do this, and I was like,
0: "Oh, it could just be a little small part of the episode. I'll just play it and we'll listen to it. We'll talk
1: a little bit about it. We'll go into our topic." Nope, nope. Because, dude, when I was listening to it, I felt that in my soul. I really (laughs) did, and it's a big message that needs to be delivered and a big message that needs to be heard, and we're not getting. Parents, we are not kidding when we're telling you the behaviors we see, The it's just a lot right now. And it, may, it worries me. It really does about the future. And right, when your kids are young, it's when you start working and instilling these things in them that's going to make them better humans for the world out there. It's a cold world out there. Mm -hmm. and a lot of parents are doing their part so we need the rest of us or the to jump on board and do the same thing yep so and we're seeing it now i just you know and i don't mean for it to get this drastic but i read three cases yesterday where freaking uh, one teenager ends the life of another teenager three cases one one close by two and it's like can we all do our part i had seen and i came across that again please teach yours and this is what i said not saying that it's just boys or that do this or girls but please teach your boys to not k-i-l-l my son i already taught mine not to do it to yours and that's strong and we're talking about you know kids having these behaviors that right now might not seem like a big thing yeah they're acting out at school they're not getting their work done they're you know name calling but these things lead up to those actions and that's really at the end of the day what we want to avoid Mm -hmm. we just want a better future for our kids to grow for my grandkids my future grandkids to grow into you know that's all we want and it has to be it has to be a team effort yeah definitely
0: but anywho guys we could go on and on about this topic So I'm not going to say that that's all we have for today, but maybe there'll be a part two in the future. But it is an hour. so (laughs) We will catch you in the next one. Catch up on all our videos. I mean, all our videos. Catch up on all our episodes. Share it with your friend, your mama, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, whoever you feel needs to hear our messages. This is Uh like episode 35, I think. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you next week. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>